Welcome to Child Care Conversations with Kate and Carrie. Welcome back to Conversations with Kate and Carrie, and we are so glad to have you join us this week. So this week, we're going to talk about something that I have to say that I've always loved watching how other people handle, um, and Carrie does it great, which is staff diversity and why being aware of your staff diversity is so important and some things that we're actually doing to help with that. So Carrie, I just want to start by talking a little bit about the diversity of your staff at Little People and what prompted you or what inspired you to make sure that your staff had some diversity to it. In other words, they matched more the 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 people in the neighborhood, the kids that you served and not just you. Um I mean, I've traveled a lot <laughs> um and I think it's important to be able to see representation. If you can see it, you can be it kind of a thing. Um, Also, my religious background, I'm a Baha'i, and um, unity and diversity is one of the guiding principles of the Baha'i faith. So I think both being raised as a Baha'i and feeling like it's really important to have friends who look lots of different ways. Um, I've always had um, friends from all over the world um, as much as I could, or at least people who looked different from me. I occasionally will freak out and think, oh, I'm doing a bad job uh, because I have too many friends that are, you know, that look similar to me. And (laughs) I will know that that's going to make it so that I don't have as good of uh, ideas. I need people who have different backgrounds, who have different ideas, different concepts. So I try to have people who look different, who have different cultural backgrounds, and who don't agree with me on everything. I want people in my program who disagree with me. I think that's important. So, so let me just... I I had you do that, but I didn't even preface this, that this was, Carrie did this before this was a thing. So, you know, right now we hear a lot about diversity, equity, and inclusion, and there's a lot of those kind of conversations that have evolved pretty much since 2019 um, in all spaces and in including in childcare. And even programs that are language immersion programs should consider having diversity amongst their staff uh, just because and um, you have a specific language. So let's say you're a French immersion program. You know, there are all kinds of countries across the globe that speak French that don't necessarily have people who look just like me. Um, and yeah, I don't I mean, speak French, but French, I mean. French is spoken in France. It's spoken in Angola. It's spoken in Cote d'Ivoire. It's spoken in Haiti. You know, there's lots of places where it's spoken. So you can have some diversity. Oh, also there's Creole French in the United States. Also forgot about that one. Um, so and Canadian French. And if you oh, go to, you yeah, know, True speaks a little bit of that Canadian French there. Um, so we've got lots of different places, whether it's English <laughs> or French or Spanish or whatever language is being spoken at your program. My program was all people who spoke English primarily, but I, um, so as your far infant, as- your infant teacher did not speak well, they might speak English, but that was what, language seven? Something like that. <laughs> um, so, 
Um, I started that school in 1995. And so I had um, his people who were Hispanic, people who were uh, from Polynesia. I had people who were African-American. I had people who were uh, Bengali and Sri Lankan, um, German. That's all I can think of off the top of my head. I may have had other um, ethnicities or um, cultural backgrounds, but those are the ones I can remember. Um, and guys and girls, good Lord, please don't have an all one gendered staff. That is one of the worst things based on all of the research. Having a single gendered staff leads to less productivity and less good ideas and less um, profitability. Your school will be more profitable if you have a, you know, program that has more than one gender represented. So. And it's okay to have both genders as teachers in every classroom, regardless yeah. if there's diapers or toilet training. Your, your men don't have to be just in your school age classroom. Yeah. And, you know, I will say that occasionally there's a cultural, a huge cultural issue. Um, if most of your clientele, there are some clientels where there is going to be a cultural challenge with having uh, guys in the younger classrooms, but I've overcome it and you can too, if you want to. And I think it's a good idea. So if you ever have questions on being somebody who doesn't speak other languages, but still want to employ a diverse language base, um, again, pick up the phone, uh, you know, have some some consulting with Carrie. Carrie does a wonderful job working with people who English is not their first language. Um, on her staff. And I just, I always feel like I can learn from Carrie when it comes to especially that because my ear doesn't hear it. And it's really hard for me to figure out how to move that forward. But one of the things that even after 30 years in the field, 20 years in training and development in Central Texas, one of the things that we continue to find as a major concern is that almost all training is still done in English. And that makes it really hard to have culturally relevant teaching, culturally relevant teachers. And we have to think of our staff and wanting to be able to support our staff to move up in the industry. We don't, our staff don't need to just be entry-level staff. So if we want our staff to get better, we want to see our staff as assistant directors go on to opening their own programs, to being directors. I mean, I hope that everybody who's listening wants that for their staff. I know that Carrie and I do. We always want our staff to grow and be the best staff they can be. And sometimes that means that they don't stay with us forever. Yep. So. I've grown a number of directors over the years that did not work for me. I grew them up and then they went to another program as well as growing them up for my own program. So Kate and I have, try, have tried for years to find someone to do some of our training in Spanish and make any adjustments that needed to be made to the training materials so that they made sense uh, <laughs> for native Spanish speakers. And we kept running into closed door after closed door after closed door. And we have finally pounded the door open. Not really. We finally found the right person to talk to and ask. And we are super excited. 
we have somebody who is going to be teaching their first director credentialing class in Spanish with the Texas Director Materials. We're doing it with, uh, in cooperation with the um, Texas Workforce Commission in Travis County, and I'm super excited. <laughs> well, I have to, I have to brag on us a little bit because, again, when we talk about growing our own, um, she's one of ours. Um, she has been a director, a credentialed director, with us for over ten years. Uh, she has worked in a variety of programs. Her husband's also been in the field. And so we're really excited to have them kind of as a pair um, to, to join our, our teaching training staff. Yep. And we're excited because it means that we're going to be able to offer administrative training. Uh, she's willing. It's not really in what we do, but she's even willing to train some additional just teacher training uh, in Spanish. And we're working with her to also make sure that all of the materials that we currently have in English are a translated appropriately, but that all of her training material is actually in Spanish. And it's not that she has to take our English training material and translate it. So uh, we're really excited. And we hope that those of you who are listening understand that this really has been something we've been wanting to do for a long time. It's our book our workbook, the online course, all of that is getting, um, I don't really want to call it a makeover, and it's more than just a translation. We yeah. are um, making so, sure that we have the ability to serve anybody who wants to be a director in the state of Texas, Oklahoma, or places where we commonly train folks. Uh, that doesn't mean that if you're in New York and you want to take a course that our course may not be a good fit for you. Um, and like, so we got it translated by a professional translator and then we got it edited by another one of our directors. Mercedes did the, the, tra the edit. Um, and um, so our, uh, our new trainer is reconciling all the edits um, and um that's what she's working on this week, actually. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I don't know. I'm just so excited. We may be able to do other, you know, what are called minority languages by, you know, that's what the state of Texas calls them is minority languages. So languages other than English. But Spanish is by far the second most spoken language in the state of Texas. And the fact that we have not been able to make this happen until now has bugged both Kate and I. And we knew people who should be able to do this for us and they just weren't interested. Um, and we've talked to, anyway. <laughs> it, is, um, it is so exciting to us to be able to offer um, the director class First, it will be available online. Um, so that should be um, by the end of this summer, our director credentialing online will be available in Spanish. And then um, we'll have some instructor-led classes as soon as Jimena has done her first one and is ready um, to look at her schedule about when she wants to do it next. She's um, she's very excited about it, but she's like, I may need a little bit of time after the first class. <laughs> <laughs> before doing the second one. Um, but guys, this is, please, please um, send all of your happy thoughts to us um, so that we can pass them on to her about, you know, 
how thankful we are that she's going to be able to do this. We have a number of um, child care centers that we've trained the directors of that are bilingual or Spanish immersion, and they just have had to muddle through with Kate or I and our limited Spanish. <laughs> um, and it's been, you know, we've done it, but I, oh, this is going to be so much better. I'm so excited. <laughs> Yes. And if you've never heard the story, I actually wasn't allowed to take my fourth year of high school Spanish because my pronunciation was so bad. So um, if that kind of gives you any idea, like somehow I ended up in Texas and Spanish is not a language that I should talk. Um, I absolutely can understand uh, and I can read uh, just um we just don't, we just don't, we just don't say it. <laughs> so unless you want to find anybody who can come out of the woodwork, um, you know, whether it's me trying to read Clifford the Big Red Dog in Spanish, um, whatever it might take to get other people to perhaps do the reading. So we are just really, really excited. If you have things you'd like us to do, so here's our call. Here's your call to action. Whether it's you have a specific class that you can't find anywhere in Spanish, uh, specifically intermediate, advanced types of training um, or administrative level training, let us know. Shoot us an email, kate at texasdirector.org or carrie at texasdirector.org. We would love to be able to see what we can do. Also, if you're a trainer who is bilingual and you would love to, to teach some classes in your native language or even help us rewrite some classes again in another language not sure we're ready to take the director course right away into a third language but we can talk about it you know if you if you can tell us why or where maybe we've totally missed a population that we didn't realize had that need um we'd be happy to talk about how we can make that work. And maybe we do it chapter by chapter, maybe section by section, there's four sections, <laughs> maybe not 27 chapters, but we can uh, definitely work with you. If this is something that you have an interest in, we'd love to hear from you. And um, with that, Carrie, anything you want to say to kind of wrap up just the whole concept of having that diversity in your school, other than it has to be intentional. You as the owner or director have to be intentional. I'm not saying you target your applications. I don't mean that you look at your applications and you go, okay, this one's the minority. I'm going to take them because you still want the best staff. Uh, but it may mean that you have to go out and find some folks and train some folks. I definitely am not for going and finding them at another program and stealing them. I feel like as an industry, we all are, we all need to stop doing that and we need to go grow our own. And so find those parents, maybe grandparents who might be affiliated with your program bring them in, train them, make them excited to work with children. And eventually they might buy one of your schools. Um, I think it's, <laughs> um, it is very important to make sure that the opportunity to grow into the leadership in your program is open to people of different backgrounds. Your assistant director should not be a carbon copy of you. Your curriculum coordinator shouldn't be a carbon copy of you, whatever leadership positions you have. There needs to be diversity because the more diversity you have, the more profitable your program will be and the better you are preparing the children in your program 
to go out into a real world where there's people of all different backgrounds, skin color, hair type (laughs) out there in the real world. And we need them to see that these are important people. So um, I, I look forward to hearing all of your stories about what you want to do to support your staff um, in this way. Look forward to talking to you next week. Post a review on your favorite podcasting app. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you like about it, what you would like to see in future episodes, and we'll catch you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Child Care Conversations with Kate and Carrie. Want to learn more? Check out our website at texasdirector.org. And if you've learned anything today, leave us a comment below and share the show.